Welcome to the Positively Fit Podcast. I'm your host today, Coach Nikki, and today we're going to do a different topic. I'm actually going to be updating you guys on my fit pregnancy and how it's been going since I just hit 29 weeks, which is about seven and a half months pregnant, which holy cow, I remember when I was like three weeks pregnant a few months ago, and I'm like, it's been going so fast. And also too, in case you didn't know, if you haven't had a baby or haven't gotten pregnant yet, pregnancy is technically 10 months. It's like 40 weeks. So when they're like, oh yeah, it's nine months. No, it could be, but it's actually 10 months. So it's kind of crazy too that I didn't, I didn't realize some of that stuff. Um, just starting, you know, just starting to keep track of all of it too. So, um, I wanted to take you guys through a little bit about like what I've been doing throughout my pregnancy and how I've been staying healthy and how I truly believe that my, lifestyle before I was pregnant has significantly impacted my pregnancy. And what I mean by that is, you know, even in the first, first trimester, I didn't get sick. Um, pregnancy is of course going to be different for every single woman. So before I start going into this too, like take this with a grain of salt, everyone's experience is different. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's genetics are different, but I'm going to share with you my experience, um, and some things that I was doing and some things that I truly believe that have impacted my pregnancy throughout it. Um, and I would say the biggest thing is like my discipline with my nutrition and like really striving to always eat like 90% of the time, whole foods, 10% of the the fun foods or the more processed foods and things like that. I do think that that plays a role because I didn't have any crazy cravings. The The biggest craving I had was a turkey burger and sweet potato fries. Um, I had some meat aversions in the first trimester where I didn't really feel like eating a lot of meat, but I still ate different protein sources. Like I was doing a lot of egg whites, eggs. I was doing Quest protein chips, um, protein brownies, like more of those, I would say like protein snacks to try to get my protein in um and then shakes of course but that was the biggest thing I think with my my first trimester was the meat aversion so I was just like not wanting chicken didn't really want like turkey I was eating a lot of like cooked deli ham um, but other than that uh, it was kind of like really hard for me to eat that but really other than that I didn't have any nausea I was sleeping a little bit more didn't have a ton of like hormonal fluctuations maybe a little bit in the beginning but I think it was just such a transition too of like holy cow I'm gonna be a mom I'm gonna be raising the baby which is so exciting but it's definitely still a transition as well so um, throughout my first trimester, I actually decided to hire my own coach to help me start just getting the right workout, start getting the right amount of nutrition and things like that into my body and keeping me accountable with that. Not necessarily that I, I was afraid of overeating. I was afraid of undereating, especially on things like my protein and things like that. So having that accountability to track macros, having that accountability to get my workouts, my steps in and all that really helped me just get off of, on the right foot of my pregnancy so that I was starting off really strong. Um, and one thing I always, to be completely honest, I never wanted to do during my pregnancy was just gain a bunch of unnecessary weight that wasn't needed for my body because that does make it really hard postpartum to get that off. And you guys know that I like to stay like pretty lean year round. Um, and I have even at this point, I think I've gained like 20, probably like between 22 and 25 pounds at this point. Um, 
So I have gained weight, obviously, which you're going to during pregnancy. And I don't want you to take that number and be like, oh, I can only gain this much. Like everyone's body's different. But I'm talking about like unnecessary amounts of it just from, you know, poor nutrition or not moving your body and things like that. So that was one of the reasons that I hired a coach to help me, like I said, like safely focus on core workouts and just hold myself accountable. I will be the first person to tell you I do not like doing core workouts. I do not like doing mobility. I do not like doing stretching. And those are major, major parts of pregnancy pregnancy and I've been doing them literally every day for the last seven and a half months. (laughs) So I will tell you that having a coach definitely helps because when you invest in something and you're paying for something and you also for my baby and for me and for a proper recovery, I'm doing those things does really matter. So you know, hiring a coach was really a great idea for me, um, especially since I just began in the first trimester, my pre and postnatal certification to learn more for myself. I hadn't gone through it. I have trained other women that have been pregnant, but when you're going through it too, I do think it's a little bit different because you're learning your body and you've got questions and things like that. So having a coach to help me with that has been really great too. Um, but it has helped me keep me really, really accountable. And I made a promise to myself at the beginning of my pregnancy, no matter what happens, I'm going to make sure I get my movement in. I'm going to make sure that my nutrition is consistent. And, you know, I am strength training throughout it unless my doctor tells me that I shouldn't for some reason. So um, throughout my first trimester, it was pretty seamless. It I wasn't showing, like I was pretty much doing everything normal. Um, second trimester, I really didn't start showing either until I would say even like six months, like 22 to 24 weeks was when I felt like I started to really show and like things started to get more uncomfortable as far as my digestion, a lot slower, um, things were shifting around, baby was getting a little bit bigger, um, energy was still pretty much the same, no nausea still, meat aversions had gone away during the second trimester, still hitting like 10,000 steps a day or more, still you know being able to do my four workouts a week, strength training workouts, Um, and then tracking. I track every day. Um, Some days, you know, I'm not completely on point with things, but I give myself a break too with consistency purposes. Personally, for me, like tracking, regardless if I'm, you know, pregnant or doing a show or whatever, I typically track because I like the structure and I like that it holds me accountable. And this is just me personally. It's not for everyone. I know someone who, some women don't track during the pregnancy or they just track protein, which is totally fine too. I just felt felt for me, it's helped me have a peace of mind of like the weight that I'm also gaining is going to the right spots. It is also making sure that the calorie intake that I'm eating is like, like I said before, is enough versus I'm not really worried about overeating. Um, I've had a hard time eating the calories that I'm at more, <laughs> more so than anything else. And basically, as you're going through your pregnancy, you're going to want to increase or your coach will want to increase those calories a little bit. And it depends on the amount by your body and like where you're at and where your calories are at and all that fun stuff too. Um, but typically, that's what I do with my clients. Um, we increase every few weeks during the tri- the different um, trimesters to make sure that we are getting enough of those nutrients um, for the little baby and for yourself too. So um, definitely a really, really big part of it and has helped me so much. 
much as that tracking aspect. And now I'm in my third trimester. I'm still working out four days a week. I will say I'm not lifting as heavy as I was in the first and second trimester. I've definitely slowed down since my stomach is a lot bigger. Like over the past couple of weeks, it has really grown. Um, and so I'm noticing like, okay, I'm out of breath a lot more. There's 50% more fluid in my body in general. So like really needing to, to focus on recovery and stretching and making sure that I'm not having a ton of inflammation in my body has been the main priority along with, like I said, continuing those core exercises to protect my, to protect my stomach for postpartum so that I don't get, you know, any sort of separation um, and that my recovery is a lot easier as well. So during pregnancy, it's not a, it's not a goal of mine to build a bunch of muscle. I have muscle. It's, it's the goal is to maintain the muscle that I have and to have a healthy and safe pregnancy for me and for my baby. And so that's what I've been really focusing on. So a lot of times, like I'll be doing a workout and I might be doing like body weight squats or assisted ball squats or doing suspension lunges instead of doing regular lunges. Because as you start to grow a belly, your balance starts to shift. Your body starts to be a little bit more sensitive to things, especially your lower back. So it's really, really important that with the, with the program that you're following, that it's very safe and not causing any sort of pulling or pressure or uncomfortability on your body or your baby as you start to get a bigger belly in the third trimester. So I've learned to slow down a lot with the weights. Like I will, I probably I don't really do a lot of like heavy squats anymore. Like I'm doing more dumbbell stuff or I'll do, um, hip thrusts with no weight and just basic movement is, is the goal over anything right now is to just have a safe pregnancy and just not try to be a crazy woman, like lifting all the weights. There's nothing wrong with it. Like if you are still like, you know, crushing weights and stuff, that's fine, but you want to do it within moderation and make sure that you're resting enough too. I know a lot of women think when they go through pregnancy, oh, I can just work out how I was. And you can to a point, but there are some things that are not recommended that, you know, should be modified during pregnancy. I'll give you one example is I do incline push-ups and that's to protect my stomach from any sort of like pulling or pressure and things like that. And then also too, like if I was to, to fall or something, right? Like I could, I could easily with an incline, I would have a less likely chance of doing that versus just a full on push-up. Now the risk is always going to be there whenever you're doing something, you know, exercise related, but doing it in safer ways is really, really important. So I always recommend like definitely modifying where needed. And I do offer a lot of pregnancy programs. I have a couple of girls right now who are going through their pregnancies that I'm helping train, which is, I just love doing it because I'm going through it. So it's like, girl, I can relate to you. I can help you. I can support you. Um, so it's been super, super cool to have that as well. And like I said too, I do think like a big part of it has been my overall mindset. And then also just the way that I was before I got pregnant, I was very healthy. I was in the gym. I was very consistent and so when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, I'm not going to stop doing that. I'm not going to stop being consistent. I'm not going to stop eating healthy. I'm not going to stop nourishing my body with these good foods and moving it because I know that's going to be ultimately the best thing for my baby and for me. 
So it just gave me more of a motivation and more of a reason to do it. Um, and like I said, I know not every pregnancy is the same and some women may not be able to do four days at the gym, but even if you can do two days and do some daily walks and just getting that movement in and taking care of the nutrition part as well. Um, I never wanted to have an excuse of, oh, I'm just going to eat kind of like crap because I'm pregnant, right? Like that's not helpful. It's not helpful to my baby and that's not giving my baby the nutrients that it needs and my body what it needs, especially postpartum comes around. Like I'm going to be depleted of a lot of nutrients. So I need to make sure that I'm getting everything I need now to set myself up in the future when I am postpartum as well. So it's definitely been a journey and I'm learning a ton, which is great though, because I'm able to share that, like I said, with my clients who are currently pregnant or who want to become pregnant soon. So I feel so much more equipped to be able to help them. And um, luckily for me, like I said, I've been really blessed and I've had a pretty easy pregnancy. Um, there's definitely times where maybe I'm not sleeping as well, but for the most part, I'm I'm really doing great and I'm so thankful for my health and I'm able to, my body like is able to carry this baby. I know that was one thing too, just always being so lean, being a competitor, always being on point with my, you know, with my workouts and with the way I look and all of that. I was a little nervous at first to see how is my body going to change? But as soon as I started like gaining weight, as soon as I started like noticing the changes, I just reminded myself too, like, that's okay. Like your body's supposed to change. You're supposed to gain weight. You're supposed to, you know, not look the same. You're growing a little human and your clothes are not going to fit. So we're going to have to buy bigger clothes and that's okay too. Right. But it's a temporary season. And then at the end of December, when I get to meet my little baby, that is going to be like absolutely worth it. The best, the best feeling in the world. So I've always had that mindset throughout pregnancy as well. And I do believe that having a positive mindset is key to a successful pregnancy. If you go into your pregnancy and you're moaning and groaning and you're not happy and you're beating yourself up or beating your body up, I do think it makes it harder. Just like anything, if you're fighting yourself, if you're talking negatively to yourself, whether you're pregnant or not, it makes your journey so much harder and more miserable. So being grateful and being thankful for your health, thankful for your body, being able to, you know, acknowledge, oh yes, I got my eight hours of sleep. You know, I was able to sleep through the night or I was able to go for a 30 minute walk and, you know, I'm able to go to the gym today, things like that. I think it does make a huge difference um, in the long run too, of just focusing on the gratitude and being grateful for our bodies and that it can change that it can carry a baby successfully and um, just our overall health and like I said it's going to be worth it when you get to the end of your pregnancy if you haven't had a baby yet it's going to be worth it and also just being healthier is going to make your postpartum journey so much easier and even your labor so much easier on you because you set yourself up for success. I did want to give you guys just a little bit of an insight on my pregnancy. If you guys have any questions on my pregnancy or anything I've experienced or if you're pregnant or trying to get pregnant, send me a message. Send me a message at my Instagram, fitnicole. I'd love to chat with you a little bit more about some of these things. I also have some great resources I can send to you as well. Um, and like I said in the beginning of this, everyone's pregnancy journey is different. It's going to look different for every single woman. This has been my experience. And like I said, I've been very blessed that it's been a pretty easy experience so far. And um, um, I only have about 10 weeks left until I am going to be meeting my little baby. So I will definitely keep you guys up, updated on Instagram and everything too. But um, hopefully this has been helpful in one way or another. And as always, guys, stay positively fit.